And as the lights are turned back on, thank you. Today we're talking about anger. And this is an emotion which all of us struggle with, all of us deal with, but we don't often think about this emotion of anger. We don't often think about it, especially as being a good thing. In fact, we're normally yelling at ourselves at the inside and saying, why are you angry? Why can't we give up this anger? We all struggle with anger in some way. Either we struggle with it from time to time, or we struggle with it all the time. If you just feel like you're an angry person, why can't you just get rid of it? Or maybe you're not naturally an, ang an angry person, but maybe you struggle with anger in a different way. Maybe you have a way of angering others. Maybe you have a way of angering others a lot. Maybe at certain times. Either way, I think we need to pause. And we need to think about our emotions more often. We need to pause and we need to think about our anger. Now, people get angry for different reasons. We get angry when our expectations are unmet. Our pride is offended. The pursuit of our goals is blocked. Or maybe because our feelings are hurt. Maybe because our preferences or our routine or our traditions are not being met to our expectations. No matter why we're angry, we need to pause and we need to think about our emotions. We need to think about our anger. Our anger. Now, there's different worldly situations that we get angry, angry about. Maybe you get angry when somebody runs a stop sign and drives in front of you. There's many different, different reasons we could get angry just driving down the road. Maybe you get angry when your kid's misbehaving, your children aren't listening to you, no matter how old they are. Maybe you get frustrated and angry when you look at your kids. Or maybe it's not your kids, maybe it's a friend. When you're trying to tell them the direction they should go, you're trying to give them good advice and they're not listening to you. Or more importantly, when they're not listening to God. There's many different reasons we get angry. Maybe it's just because your day's not going right. You didn't get your cup of coffee in the morning. And because of that, your whole day's messed up and you are angry. There's different reasons we get angry. Not all of them are good reasons. But I do want to say that if we pause and we think about our emotions, we pause and we think about our anger, sometimes anger can be used in good ways. But what's most important is that we use it for God. That we use it for God. I want to tell you a story about anger. And this will be a brief story. But when I was a kid, specifically when I was a teenager, I was great at making my dad angry. Now, maybe you guys have been there too. Maybe you were good like me at just pushing all the right buttons. And let me say, I was not doing it on purpose. But my wife can attest that I was good at making my dad angry. Now, most of it was because of my own immaturity, both because of my age, because of my personality maybe, or because of my spiritual maturity at the time. But I was great at making my dad angry. Now, I remember this one time. And for one reason or another, it stands out in my mind. Well, we're driving down the road, and I believe we're on the way to the mall, and my dad and, my, and me were having one of our typical arguments about me wanting my way and him saying, no, you're not going to get your way. You've got to live according to my way. You're under the age of 18. You're living in my house, so you live according to my rules. Well, I was good at pushing his buttons and keep pushing and pushing and pushing for what I want, and eventually what it led to is my dad getting so angry that he actually slammed on his brakes, squilling the tires to a stop as he turned around and looked at me and started yelling and screaming at me because I made him angry. 
And you know what my mom was doing in that passenger seat? She was screaming at him. And you know what? She was angry too. But she wasn't angry with me. That's the funny thing. She was angry with him as she yelled at him, Bud, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Count to ten. Maybe you remember that, that book or that self-help series from the maybe the late 1990s called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Now as a father, I need to remind myself about how to control my anger as we get angry about things that don't really matter. In the grand scheme of things, they don't matter. Or maybe they matter, but we need to give it to God. Maybe we're angry by a rightful reason, but that still doesn't mean that it's a righteous anger, a righteous reason, something which is against God, something which, which is sinful. Maybe it's something which is just our own preferences, or maybe we're just frustrated because our kids aren't listening, aren't doing what we tell them to do. Maybe it's our own fault because we need to explain ourselves a little bit better. Now, I will give a little detail that that moment that I made my dad so angry, if I remember correctly, you want to know what it had to do with? Again, we can get angry over some stupid stuff. If I remember right, I was probably about 12 or 13 years old, and the big fashion thing at the time was wearing these great big baggy Jinko brand jeans. And I wanted baggy jeans. All my friends were wearing baggy jeans. And my dad would not let me wear baggy jeans. Now, so he was going to take me to the mall. We were going to buy jeans that he approved of. And he was even going to make me try them on in front of him to show him that they weren't too baggy. Now, how dumb is that? <laughs> that big argument, that big squilling the tires, slamming on the brakes, all that anger episode, all over a pair of jeans. But that's our life. Sometimes we get angry about things that don't truly matter. We need to pause and think about our anger. Think about, is this an anger which is glorifying God? Is this righteous? Is this something that we need to lose? Or something that we need to keep and we take action, like that video clip showed you a few minutes ago with the lady that was angry about the things that are happening around the world. So they cho she chose to make a difference. She chose to go overseas and to do missions work to serve and not just allow the anger to eat up at her, but to allow it to serve God, to glorify God, and to make a difference. When we're angry, we need to think about what is our, angry, our anger saying to those people around us? What is our anger saying to God himself? Specifically, we need to make sure that we are not sweating the small stuff, but more specifically, as we pause and think about our anger, we need to pause and think about what it really says. You see, it's not about not sweating the small stuff. It's about giving ourselves a moment to pause and reflect. To pause and be silent. To pause and make sure that in our anger, we do not sin. We all get angry. But where do we go when we're angry? Who do we go to when we're angry? We need to make sure that we go to God. You see, God is not surprised by or afraid of our anger. He wants us to be honest about it. He wants us to talk to him about it, and we need to talk to him about it. We need to talk to him about it, but we also need to talk to him through it if we're to overcome it. And even if we're not going to overcome it, maybe it's something that we don't need to overcome because it's something that righteously we're angered about because of sin or angered about because God's not being 
honored or glorified in the way he should. Well, maybe it's not that we need to release it completely, but we need to overcome our own emotion enough so that we can do what God wants us to do about it. We need to serve him and we need to take action if it's righteous anger. But if it's not, say it's just anger like that pair of jeans. We're angered about something that truly doesn't matter. We need to talk to God about it still. We need to talk to God through it. And we need to overcome it. We need to release it. So what makes you angry? What are you angry about today? What are you angry about yesterday? What were you angry about this week? What did you do about it? Did you talk to God about it? Because that's the first thing we need to do. You see, I don't think it's a sin to experience anger. But it's what we do about that anger that can make it sinful or not. Jesus was angry, but he never sinned. What matters is that is not your anger itself, but what are you angry about? What are you doing through your anger? And what are you doing about your anger? Let me read Psalm 4 for you. <clears throat> I've got it in two different translations here, but I'll read it in this translation first, which is the English Standard Version, the ESV. Psalm 4. <clears throat> Answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. <clears throat> Tremble and do not sin. When you're on your bed, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust in the Lord. Many, Lord, are asking, who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy with their grain and new wine abound. In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. <clears throat> I want to read to you briefly from that other translation. The CSB here, Christian Standard Bible. And I looked at many translations here. And it's good to look at different translations to compare and see how it speaks to you, see what God's trying to tell you about it. But make sure that you still keep the context correct here. But listen to this. Answer me when I call. God who vindicates me. You freed, a, you freed me from affliction. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. Now I like how reading this in this translation, <clears throat> excuse me, and not on the one I just copied and pasted for you, but from the Bible itself, you can notice that there's a space here before it moves on. There's a space because it kind of changes the direction of where he's talking to. First, he's talking to God. As he says, answer me when I call God who vindicates me. But now he, he changes to verse 2. How long, exalted ones, will my honor be insulted? How long will you love what is worthless and pursue a lie? He's talking about the people around him now. And as he goes on, he says, know that the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. Verse 4, be angry and do not sin. On your bed, reflect in your heart and be still. That's the verse I want to focus on for just a moment. The ESV said, tremble and do not sin. I think we've all been there when we've been so angry that our blood's just percolating and we're just trembling with anger and we're trying to think, what do we do about it? How should we handle this? We need to remember this. 
God is not surprised by or afraid of our anger. He wants us to be honest about it. We need to talk to him about it and through it if we're to overcome it. Now, as we look to this verse, though, again, be, tr be uh, tremble and do not sin. Be angry and do not sin. When you're on your bed, search your hearts and be silent. <clears throat> then again, the CSB, Christian Standard Bible, says, Be angry and do not sin. On your bed, reflect in your heart. So one said, search your hearts. One said, reflect. Reflect in your heart and be still. Be still. And the other one said, be silent. I think there's three things we can learn about what to do when we're angry here, just from Psalm 4. And we're going to work through this fast. One is we need to be silent. Two, we need to search your heart. And three, do not sin. So back to that number one, be silent. You see, when you're angry, you can easily say things without thinking about what you're saying. You can easily say things which you don't mean. Is maybe you just, you're so angry, you just spew filth out of your mouth. You spew hurtful comments instead of comments which are really used to build up or to fix the situation. We need to watch our mouth. We need to be silent. The words that come out of your mouth can easily be sinful and not God-glorifying. Maybe you're angry about something righteous, something right. But then the way you respond to it is not righteous. It's not right. It's not God-glorifying. It's not God-honoring. Suddenly what you're saying becomes worse than the first offense you received. Your tongue can take you to low places that you never want to be. So we need to watch our tongue. But secondly, we need to search our heart and we need to make sure that our anger is not just a result of pride. Not just a result of selfishness. Not just a result of false perspective. We need to make sure that our anger is rightfully so. And that we're not just angry because our feelings are hurt. We're not just angry because we don't like what somebody told us. We need to search our heart and be silent to be able to give ourselves time to reflect. That's why I like that that one translation said to reflect. We need to reflect and make sure that maybe that person that said something to us to make us angry, maybe they're right. Maybe we're so angry and we're saying we're never going to talk to him again. We're leaving but maybe they're right and our feelings are just hurt and we still need to give it to God. That's why I say the first thing we need to do is be honest with God. Remember that God's not afraid of our anger. God's not surprised by our anger. We need to be honest with God and talk to him about it, talk to him through it, and work to overcome it in a way that is glorifying and honoring to him and respectful to those around us too. But moving on. We need to make sure that we don't sin. Now that's hard, isn't it? Be angry and do not sin. Let me read some other verses here. Psalm 37, 8 says, Stop being angry! Exclamation mark. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. In fact, I've got this in, on the screen here. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. Now that's a little bit of a different direction. It says, don't be angry at all. That could be the context there, too, about what they were angry about. But then it moves on. Proverbs 16.32 says, Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. Proverbs 15.18, A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. 
And then back to Psalm 4 again, verse 4. Tremble, be angry, and do not sin. When you're on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Now, what do you think they mean by when you're on your beds? It means at night. Don't allow this anger to control you, to continue to dwell upon you in your life. You need to release it. You need to give it up. The Psalms and all other parts of Scripture are full of people ranting, people pleading with God through their anger. But that's the thing. They talked with God about their anger. We need to pause and we need to think about our anger. We need to make sure that we don't allow us, our anger to allow us to separate ourselves from God. Don't ever allow anything to separate you from God. Don't run from God. Don't run from those people who are trying to encourage you and trying to connect you into a closer relationship with God. Don't run from those people when they're trying to keep you accountable. Run from the people who are trying to separate you from God. But you need to make sure whatever you're doing, in your anger, in your joy, in your sadness, your depression, whatever emotion that you're facing, you need to make sure it's connecting you with God and not disconnecting you. You need to pause and think about your emotions. Pause and think about your anger. Now, there's many other verses that we could go to to deal with anger and sin. Verses like James 1.19, which says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Or Ephesians 4.26, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. You see, we need to remember... What's illustrated in Ephesians 4, 29 to 32, because God says that you must forgive other people in the same way God forgives you through Jesus Christ. You might be angry, and maybe you're righteously angry because somebody legitimately offended you or offended God or committed a sin against you, but we need to be able to talk to God about it. We need to be honest with him, and we need to be able to talk about it, talk through it, and overcome it. As we do this, I have three more points for you. Admit your anger to God and to yourself. Number one is admit. As we're honest with God, as we talk with God, we're admitting about our anger to ourselves and to God. Sometimes that's the worst part about our anger is we don't want to give it up. I am angry and it's okay because what they did was wrong. But there comes a point when we need to admit it that I'm angry and I need to give it to God. Admit your anger, anger, anger to God and to yourself. Number two, reflect upon it. Think about it. But number three, release it. Release it. Admit your anger to God and to yourself. Be honest with God through prayer and his word. Look for God to help you through your anger. Look to God for help. And that doesn't mean that you, don't, that you don't say something about your anger. I think it is very healthy and biblical and correct that we need to go to that person that has angered us. And we need to talk to them about what, what's going on in our life. Why are we struggling with them? Why are we struggling with what's happening? But we also need to reflect upon it first. As Psalm 4 gave us the illustration, be angry and do not sin. Reflect upon it. Search our hearts and be silent. Be silent. I think that be silent part is very important. And that's what we generally avoid. 
We start yelling and screaming before we've even had a moment to reflect and be silent about it and think about it. We need to give ourselves a moment to be silent, reflect upon it. And then lastly, we release it. Now, there's different ways of releasing it, though. Sometimes we just need to release it to God. And we need to say, God, I cannot do anything about this. It's in your hands. Sometimes we need to release it to God and say, God, I can't do anything about this because it's my problem and I shouldn't even be angry about this. We still need to release it and give it to God. But there's a third way of releasing, and that's like that video showed. Sometimes we're angry about something so righteously, so correct, that we release it by doing something about it. Now, we still need to reflect upon it. We still need to be silent. We still need to search our heart. And most importantly, I think the number one thing is we need to go to God and talk to Him about it to know how do we deal with it. How do we deal with it in a God-honoring a God and a God-glorifying way? Dave, if you could go to my next slide there. My remote's not working. Next slide. Back a slide. Here's a point, the application point. The most important step we need to take when we're angry is to express our anger to God. Expressing our anger to God is better than cutting ourselves off emotionally. I saw a quote this week. It said this, anger doesn't want reflection. Anger demands reaction. It screams to you to throw caution to the wind, to say what you want to say, and to do what you feel like doing. Don't let anger have its way. I say that speaks volumes, doesn't it? That's what anger does to us. It makes us want to just start screaming. It makes us want to just do what we want to do and not think about it. Angry, anger does not make us want to reflect. Anger doesn't make us want to be silent and think about what we're saying, think about what we're doing. But we need to be smart. We need to go to God. I go back to the beginning. Anger is an emotion that God gave us. And I think just like God gave us joy, just like God gave us disgust, just like God gave us anger, just like God gave us sadness. It's an emotion which is good like any other emotion. But we need to make sure that we use our emotions appropriately and at the right time. The most important step we need to take when angry is to express our anger to God. Reflect upon it. Is this the appropriate emotion for this time? Are we using it appropriately? And how do we move on to that next step of releasing it? Be silent. Search your heart. Reflect. And three, be angry and do not sin. Be angry and do not sin. It's okay to be angry. It is. But we need to make sure that we do it at the appropriate time and we handle it in the appropriate way and we release it to God. Release it to God. Allow your anger to glorify God, to do mighty works to, for God and in his name, not to save us, but because we want God's will to be done. We want God to be honored. We want God to be glorified. Let's pray as we close, and Brian will come up to close us in song.